<laughs> okay, awesome. Right. Hey, I can edit it. So here we go. Three, two, one. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome to Rice Cakes and Pears. We have a dope guest. Um, her name is Sophia Patakas. <laughs> and uh, did I say that wrong? No, that was right. Okay, sick. Uh, so Sophia, she loves. <laughs> she, she's super chill. Um, she is a Freddie Mercury enthusiast, uh, oh as, you, as you can already tell, because you haven't even heard her. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and she she loves Kurt Cobain, and she has a metal spine, and she's uh, was battling brain cancer, so that's not crazy at all. That's so what's like up? perfect. <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like she loves Freddie Mercury, she loves Kurt Cobain, she has a metal spine, she's battling brain cancer. That's literally like. Perfectly, if someone said, "Who is Sophia?" or "What?" Sophia. Who is something better, guys? It's like, dude, that's her. That's the perfect assessment. Like, that's who I am. Wow, I feel honored. Where do we begin, really? Yeah. How do we? How do we? Do we need? I think that's something we need to unpack. Like that introduction. Yeah. No. Tell us about that. Like, let's unpack Hmm. it. So, where to begin, really? Where where does one begin with something? (laughs) With an introduction like that. Yeah. I mean, you love Freddie Mercury. We could start there mm. if you want. Oh, my gosh. My love for Freddie Mercury. Well, how long do we have here? <laughs> yeah, we, we got all, all night. Let's do it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so my love of Freddie Mercury, Um, he there's something about him that I, I genuinely resonate with him. <laughs> He's so like a, like, a, like a gay man from the 70s, like a rock star is just yeah. something about him. My soul feels right with him. And just his music. I really could sit here all day. The story of how I came across him, though, which is actually funny because it ties yeah. into the other person we were talking about. Sick. So I realized that my music taste was just subpar, we could say. <laughs> I realized that I was listening to, you know, America's Greatest Hits. I was listening to, like, <laughs> like just, you know, like, I could tell you what was playing on the radio. I didn't have any, like, I just wanted to have better music taste. It's just, yeah. you know. So I started like looking into the most like cliche alt things I could. Mm -hmm. And I came across Nirvana first, which is look, respectfully cliche. They have earned (laughs) that title, you know, like there's a reason that things are cliche because they're amazing. We could talk about them all day too. Oh yeah. But with Nirvana comes Kurt Cobain. And so I look, I started looking into him and I was looking into his, suicide letter which is <laughs> look like look That's great. um just hear me out okay i, I got you i got that, you i started looking into the, like he's that is just a very interesting him he's an interesting story everything about him but i got there you know as one usually does when they're researching him and he says in the suicide letter he was like i just can't marvel in the crowd like freddie mercury does and i was like oh i want to hear about this i know freddie mercury you know my parents <laughs> used to play queen when i was younger like i i grew up on bohemian rhapsody and bicycle race classic. oh my gosh best song ever <laughs> okay you, i'm getting too excited like no, this is bohemian amazing. Rhapsody is the best song ever created but i i like recognize the name for sure and i and also um that movie had recently come out like the bohemian rhapsody wow. movie and so it was like I was like, okay, I need to know about this. Do you hear my dogs barking? Come on. Yeah, on. no, it's perfect though because it adds the ambiance. Suspense. That's it's so suspenseful how there are dogs barking. <laughs> I wonder what they're barking at. No, seriously, I'm freaking now, scared. Let's see. I guess we'll find out eventually. But anyway, so I started just like looking into him, and it felt I I was called I was called to Freddie. Like I'm telling you, like yeah. something just compelled me. I was like, oh, like. 
I just got right off of Kurt Cobain for a second, but I, I definitely came back, obviously. And um, <laughs> I mentioned it to my friend and I was just like, dude, you know who I've been looking? Okay, let me get my dog real quick. <laughs> yeah, Buggy. this is great. Buggy. Gosh, let me close my door. Buggy. <laughs> Tiny but mighty. Funny story about Buggy. <clears throat> my mom randomly took a trip to Israel, didn't tell anyone. This is so serious? random. Yeah, no, no, wait. Actually, she went to Palestine. This is that what a mix up there. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, wow. What like an absolute like anyway. So she randomly took a trip to Palestine. And my dad was like, let's surprise her with a new dog when she comes home. Cause she's in love with like her little like we have a chihuahua named Meatball. And she oh, is in love. Like Meatball is her like sidekick. But we didn't want Meatball to be lonely anymore. So we were like, why don't we just yeah. get another little dog? And someone was selling Buggy, the little tiny black chihuahua, okay? On oh, Facebook Marketplace. And we were like, what? Like <laughs> this tiny little dog for like 50 bucks. And so we were like, okay, Yo, so we get her. We have her. I know, right? And she's my little buddy. Like I love Buggy. But um, about a week after having her, she started getting fat. And we were like, oh <laughs> my God, long story short. Now we have three dogs instead of two. So wait, oh, because she's fat. She was pregnant. <laughs> like gotcha. amazing. She was pregnant, had a baby, and his name is Scooby. So, Dang. and that was the one that is he in my room? Um, Scooby. I don't think so. Oh, he is. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, how big is Scooby now? Is he Scooby? Older? Actually, I, I took him to the doctor today. He um he weighs nine pounds. Ooh. <laughs> They're so tiny. He looks a like handful. a. I know. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they're an earful. Like literally <laughs> just now, they scream at everything. Anyway, so where were we? My love of Freddie Mercury. Yeah. How does, this is really a beautiful thing. How does one get from that to that? But it's okay. I think it's, it's fun. So it's I just started looking into Freddie Mercury and I was like hanging out with my friend and I mentioned it and she was like, oh, do you want to watch that movie? And I was like, yes. And then we watched the movie and the rest was history. So now he is, I, I love him. I idolize him so much that I almost, you know what, maybe, maybe let me think before I speak. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I was going to compare him to a religious figure, but I think I won't. <laughs> well, I would really like to. I would really yeah, like Yeah, whatever to. you're feeling. But I think I won't. Yeah, I view him as like my, like I respect, hmm, let me use my words. I was going to say. I was going to use choice words there. I would respect the blank out of him. <laughs> like so much. His music is amazing. Like if there's anyone that I'm musically like just inspired by, like I said this the other day, like I genuinely believe somewhere in my heart that like I could have some type of like disability or like some type of like mild autism. And I'm not even kidding. Wait, hey, <laughs> what a, like what a thing to say, hold on about Scooby. Stop, buddy. Yo, I'll feature Scooby in the description. Yes, Scooby <laughs> featuring Sophia and Scooby, Booby. I wish you could see him. Hi, baby. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, I have believed genuinely before. I, I it really might be possible that I have a very mild or not very mild case of like <laughs> autism somewhere in me, and my stim, like my stimulant, is queen. Like nothing Whoa. makes me so happy like active happy like optimistic queen like the, their music i don't even know i've I never heard them. any other band like them so i i totally no, get that they they really did like revolutionize rock and music like yeah the way that they 
like Bohemian Rhapsody alone like changed how a song can be structured like six minutes of like no chorus either oh my gosh <laughs> we could go on yeah, we could well, there's, go on there's a lot of layers to what they do like mm-hmm. compared to like today yeah like who the frick the oh baby it's like dude, <laughs> dude, dude don't even get me started i can't i cannot imagine <laughs> how freddie would feel about like today's music yeah i think he would disgrace. i think that just today i think it's a really different thing and i think it's a it's a good thing that like anyone can do it but also it's like a really bad thing that <laughs> yeah, anyone can do yeah. it because it takes so little skill like to i mean there are some like amazing musicians today but like to be the baby or like the kid Leroy, like you know yeah yeah it takes very little i think like i feel like there's just hit. more opportunity to blow up too yeah, like you can blow up, but then that's a, that's also like a great new bad thing. It's a double-edged sword because like right. who's blowing up and who should be and who shouldn't be? <laughs> and then what are they doing really? Like we have some celebrities today that are just like, why and how? <laughs> but I guess it's, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because like I want to be, I want to, there's somewhere in me that wants to be angry about like TikTok, like celebrities who do nothing but like smile smile at a camera <laughs> and they like infiltrate like music and like film you know what i mean like just yeah. because but then there's i i want to be angry but then i think about it and it's like who was like paris hilton like who was yeah. who's kim kardashian they're just like mo- like tiktokers yeah, are modern people. forms of those types of celebrities i think so it's just like can i really be like can we blame this generation there's always like something it's like ah the kids nowadays when there was like an equivalent in a pastime, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it would be awesome if I could just bite my lip into the camera and get a million views. <laughs> like, it'd be sweet. <laughs> no, yeah, literally. Like, and then, but also, yeah, it creates such a bad, and I've kind of experienced this too, like being on TikTok and having like a microscopic in the grand scheme. Like, I have nothing on TikTok compared to some people, but I've already felt like the reaper. You can, you can feel those repercussions at like a hundred followers, even less than that, about like, Biting a camera, biting a, biting a, <laughs> looking, biting a camera, biting a, and looking at a camera. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it creates such this like dependence and like on validation. Like if you say you, say you, you do bite your lip and look at a camera and get a hundred thousand likes and then you're like, you think you're hot, you're, hmm. Yeah. Ho- no, you think you know, you're amazing. The, you think you're like, <laughs> it's so Better hard. Better than everybody. <laughs> yeah, you, you hey, think, no. like. It's Honestly, calm. Sophia, if you're feeling it, just, just spew it out. You got it. No, yeah, I know. You know what? It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. I have I have yeah, young if, ears. If it feels here, right. I have Scooby in my lap. Booby, you mind? Uh. Like, we have to protect him because he can definitely understand me. But yeah. Wait, what was I saying just now? What were we even saying? Uh, we're, we're talking about oh, just yeah, like yeah. TikTok, like the crazy. complexes. So whenever you like get a bunch of likes just for being like good looking. Or whatever, like that's which is ninety eight percent of the time the TikTok stars <laughs> that blow up. Whenever you yeah. get those likes, it's very validating. But then when you don't get them, it's like, oh my god, I, I fucking suck. Sorry. Okay, there yeah. I threw it. Up. But like, yeah. like oh my god, this like I it creates such a dependency on likes because you get this like all this praise and this validation from like millions of people, and then. If it gets, t- if you don't get it, it's like, well, who am I now? You create this, like, it's so toxic. I feel like I hate TikTok, but I mean, I'm on it. Like, I'm, I'm doing yeah, it. No, I, I know what you mean. It. It's I'm like, I feel like, to- well, I, even just with like Instagram, like, I remember in high school, like, I, there, I graduated in 15. 
And so Vine mm-hmm. was kind of big and stuff like oh that. Gosh, yeah. I remember just like being so obsessed with like trying to get likes and stuff. Yeah. And then like something would blow up and I'd like get this like, sounds super dumb, rush. like an adrenaline, like a rush. No, yeah. yes. No, I know. <clears throat> trust me, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's literally like a high, like a drug yeah. high. Whenever and you start getting like hundreds right. of thousands of likes so easily, like just at your disposal, like you didn't even have to do anything. And then like, yeah, it's, it's literally yeah. Like drug. it's like, it's like, it's cool to get that validation. And then you kind of like like deceivingly seek that validation which is always yeah. going to leave you empty-handed so. exactly and then and then when you think about it it's like all this validation but what really is it it's just likes yeah. like it has no value like literally <laughs> no value outside of that platform but then people i mean like me included like it's it's just people humans in general whenever they get that type of thing i think yeah. like no one can like anyone who experiences that is going to feel that way like it, it's like a like a practice, like only recently have I stopped like depending on my, my, my view of myself, like my worth, what Mm -hmm. I think on likes, like on. That's huge. Yeah. And it's, and I think anyone that, cause I've been getting, you know, a couple more likes here and there. I've been like growing, but then when I'm not growing, when I don't do well, it's like, Oh, well I suck. Like (laughs) what What does this mean now? Like what I do wrong. Exactly. Like, what's wrong with me when really it's nothing there's no value outside of social media and then when you take it i feel so much better every time when like i read a book like you know people are like go touch some grass like really go touch some grass it makes a difference like go touch some grass where are you from by the way Hmm, i'm from the south i'm from louisiana oh oh really yeah i I'm from like Northern Louisiana, so it's not even like the fun part, but I am, I'm moving to New Orleans soon, which I'm so, so excited about, but you know, the cards, the whatever put me in Louisiana and I don't know (laughs) why. I think it was to humble me. And I think (laughs) we can full circle this. I think a lot of the things in my life have been to humble me so I could be (laughs) great, you know, so I could prosper because being in Louisiana is being like liberal, which I wouldn't, I like. I try to fucking stay away from politics as much as I can, but (laughs) being like a liberal girl, like an artist, like, you know, like doing all the stuff that I do, like social media, like me being on social media, you have no idea. Like I, all the time I see my stuff sent in like group chats and then everyone's like making fun of me. Like my friends I used to have, like everyone's bullies here. They're so mean. But then like, who are you? Like you're just (laughs) like, I couldn't care less, but I know that there are some people that are really affected by it. Because small towns like that are so mean. Because they have nothing yeah. And isn't Louisiana mostly like a pretty conservative place? So that's probably oh, really different. God, yeah. Louisiana is very, especially where I live, very like racist, Republicans, homophobic, like horribly. Pro-choice. I mean, no, pro-life. Like, you know, like, ugh. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's just like. And they make it like their whole personality. Like they'll like. Yeah, that's a, that's what annoys me. Like, there's more to life than just like a political like belief. Those, like, and like like, I don't know. It's just so stupid. Like, uh, we, you know what? That's a whole nother conversation. Honestly, yeah. like I that's something it, I don't really, like, really, especially like because where I live, it's so bad and it's so gross and I hate it here. But I can't wait to get out of it. So <laughs> I am very soon. So that's what I'm focused on is how I won't be here for very long. Well, where I live. <laughs> That sounded FBI. pretty dark right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the FBI like slammed through my door. Like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking yeah, of dark stuff, can you talk us through like your cancer stuff? Oh, yeah. That's sure. where it all began, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll go through that in the most jolly way possible because Heck yeah. 
before we like speak about it, I do want to say that I have, I, I think that me having cancer isn't inherently bad, which <laughs> me saying, yeah, everyone's like, what? Like you, cancer is not inherently bad, but I think that I, whenever I talk about it, I, I've been trying to talk about it more and like kind of like in a way that's not, cause I hate, I cannot stand when people feel sorry for me or right, like yeah. whenever they are scared to talk about it or whenever they feel upset for me. Cause I, I do get upset sometimes, obviously like it sucks to have cancer, but yeah. it's like, it's my life. So I don't feel sorry for myself. It's like, it's something that I deal with still. I mean, like I did have, I have it on and off and right now it's kind of off here. We'll explain long story. Yeah. So what I was saying earlier, I'll, I'll kind of do a recap. I was uh, in fifth grade and they, I'm, oh dang, I wish I didn't, I can't like tell the story again with as much, uh, <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, like I was in fifth grade, I was going to be a cheerleader, I was just, I had like scoliosis already, there's like, there's so much, like, <laughs> it'd be so funny, <laughs> I had like pretty, pretty rapidly developing scoliosis, like concerningly, you know, like, dang. scoliosis is kind of like a, like a slow burn, and mine was like going very fast. And they didn't really know why. And then they did like an x-ray engine and stuff. And they found like tumors. They found tumors on my spinal cord. And yeah, I know. And I was just, this is funny. I didn't include this earlier. I remember this, like one of my earliest, like most vivid memories is I was sitting on the counter of the doctor's office, completely oblivious. Like I was just having a good time. I was playing with one of those stickers where you have a Barbie and then you have two clothing (laughs) options that you can take the sticker off and like put on her and like dress her up with on like a doctor sticker. And, oh. in, and my parents were like sobbing and I was like dude what is going on like <laughs> what like I just was playing with stickers I thought we were just getting an x-ray like hello yeah and then the doctor told me I had cancer and I'll tell it again I was like so my parents were like sobbing and crying and telling me they love me and I like me being like a 10 year old I was like what the like what the fuck is happening like hello right. like I'm just like like can I go back to cheer now like what's happening <laughs> they were just like and I was like they, well they told me like you have cancer and I was like damn and I was like, am I going to die? They were like, mm, maybe. And then, so I had to go and tell my my friends. And I was like, I have cancer. And they're like, damn, also, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what was their, like, reaction? Were they, yeah, did well, they get a sad lot of people, or what? It, it's so weird because I, this is what I mean by it. It's not, I never, like, was ever, like, when they told me, I was just like, oh, no. Well, am I going to die? Like, <laughs> I wasn't like really upset, honestly. Okay, this uh, yeah, it's not. They're like, am I gonna die? They said yes, and I wasn't upset about it. No, that's not how it happened. But I was just like, I never really like complained or like viewed as a bad thing. And so when I went and told my friends, I literally did say it like that. I was like, hey guys, I can't be a cheerleader anymore. I have cancer, and they were like, and everyone started sobbing. I didn't really understand why they were like really upset. And then I started crying because everyone else was crying. And I was like, why are you all crying? Like this is actually this is so funny. My friends remember this. We talk about it all the time. I was wearing a um. A striped like blue and purple outfit and it haunts yeah. me like I see pictures and I'm like god that was a horrible outfit <laughs> let me wear that but anyway do you, do you avoid those colors or just the outfit um the I I have to find it maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll post it on Instagram there's definitely pictures but the outfit it, it's not even it was just like a cringe like unstylish outfit that's what it's really <laughs> on my mind like looking back at that moment the only thing i think about is that outfit not even the fact that i was announcing i had cancer i was like god what was i wearing but anyway <laughs> so that's such so, a funny thing to like be concerned about <laughs> yeah i don't really it's you know i love it though works, my brain works in mysterious ways i really it's i enjoy it i, I think it's working in your favor 
I know. I think it does. That's what I say. I was talking about this last night. I was like, maybe I should be medicated. And my friends were like, yeah, maybe you should. And I was like, no, that would be so boring. Like what? Like yeah. I wouldn't be worried about my little striped outfit. Oh, seriously. The way, the way that I'm holding Scooby right now, I'm like, he's like curled up and my fingers Aww. are like on his feet and I'm like kicking them for him. Anyway. Damn, so Scooby. Love Scooby. You. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi. Does Scooby know any tricks? Uh, no, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> he is, like, <laughs> is, does he know your tricks? No, sick. Yeah, no, he's like very, he really goes with the flow. I don't think there's a single thought ever in his head. Really mm. ever. Me and my brother have talked about that. We think that his head is completely empty. We're, <laughs> it's just like, blank. Yes, like really, <laughs> like absolutely blank. He like lets us, like, we hold, I don't know how to explain this, okay? So imagine you're holding like a really big burrito, okay? And you're about to like, oh. bite it, you know, like, you know, like the the form of holding a huge burrito. Yeah. Scooby lets us do that. So his legs are just like in the air. <laughs> like he's curled up, but we're holding him like a burrito. We can like lift him up. Yo, and he just you, should, you should make him be Scooby or sorry, a burrito for Halloween. Oh my gosh, that'd be genius. Just get some tinfoil. Yeah, exactly. Old and he Pico. just could not question it. And he would just let us do that, I bet. Like, completely not a thought. Anyway, what were we even talking? Like, yeah, yeah. so let, let's walk oh, through. Cancer. So, yeah, cancer, like fifth grade. And then right. how, how are the coming years? Cancer. So yeah, back to cancer. So yeah. a little, little um, commercial break. Yeah, commercial break, talking about Scooby being a burrito. Now go back to talking about your cancer. All right, sure. <laughs> so I had surgery to remove it, like emergency surgery, which was so much fun. That was one of my, I loved it. We used to play this game called Name That Tune, where the whole <laughs> hospital would like, you. I mean, it's like a, you watch the TV and call in when you know the answer. And I dominated that game. I know they hated uh, me at the hospital because I knew every song like off the first beat. So they're like, ah, room 301 again. And I'll be like, <laughs> call me maybe Carly Jepsen. And they'd be like, uh, nice. Yeah. And my... <laughs> My dad like went down to the room they were recording in and like got on the TV. It was the greatest moment of my life. I was like, oh my God, my dad's famous. He's on the hospital. Like, <laughs> hey, did you like getting put to sleep? I always love that feeling. <laughs> As like, like, okay. I, made I don't know TikTok. if you remembered it. Oh, no, no, no. I, I still get scans like all the time. I do like, have you ever had an MRI before? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, how long was your MRI? Uh... It was probably maybe like a year or two ago. Oh, they, no. Like they, didn't, they didn't put me to sleep. Oh, how long was it? Uh, yeah. It's it probably like the longest I've ever had is like an hour. Yeah. So my MRIs, I get them annually. I do like a full body scan that's like three or four hours long. Holy moly. Which is insane. If you know anything, you can't move or else they yeah. have to like start it over again. And so I have to do like a full body. They lay on that table. And I already can't even lay in a bed because my back hurts. So imagine mm. like laying on a like metal table for four hours. So I get put to sleep annually. <laughs> Plus, yeah. that's a dub, I guess. That's a long <laughs> sleep too. That's like I know a lot. it's a good sleep too. Oh, there's nothing like waking up and then people are just like feeding you. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Can I get I you mean, a drink? Exactly. They're like like they. I'm sitting in the room with with a warm blanket. You know, yeah. like they give you a heated blanket. You're up there and everyone's like catering to you. And it's just like, what do you want to eat when you wake up? And it's like, oh, you know what? Mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's always yeah. mashed potatoes my go-to. It's a piece of cheesecake usually. And then they're like, all right, sounds good. And then they, you just knocked out. And then you wake <laughs> up and you're eating. 
What more could you ask for, really? Yeah, I milk that so hard when I wake up. It's so good. Right? It's just you have to bask in it. I like, especially since it's like prescribed, you know, like you get this like moment of tranquility. That's really the word. Yes. Like you wake up and you can do anything. You can just, you just own the world after yeah. waking up from like the deepest sleep you've ever No had. anxiety or anything. No anxiety. It's just like, it's just like, wow. Honestly, I have a funny story. I try to. One time, whenever I was going to sleep, like I, they put me to sleep, I, I uh-huh. play this game where I try to fight it, and I don't yeah, know why. I like we will never win. We will never <laughs> win chemically, like scientifically, historically. We will not win, but we still try. Why? It's such a good feeling, though. It's like so I love fun. it. It's like and I have no control. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's fun to like be completely out of control and try to be, but then like lose in the end maybe that's what we're like subconsciously doing yeah it's like so fun (laughs) i've tried to recreate it before with like melatonin and i've been like trying to fight the sleep and i still lose if you're ever like well don't do can you i think i've looked that up can you overdose on melatonin i think the answer is no yeah but probably not good for you but if you're ever like bored i don't know maybe people shouldn't do this when they're bored maybe this is just like (laughs) again like sophia what are you what is wrong with you but look it's fun okay Take like four melatonin gummies, maybe five if you're really feeling it, and then fight the sleep. It's impossible. It's so much fun. <laughs> is it pretty much the same as anesthesia? Or uh, is it... Yeah, just not as like sudden. Okay. It's kind of like you can you could probably say the alphabet a couple of times versus like getting to C and you're yeah. done. Yeah. But yeah, I, I tried to fight it one time and I was like, I'm going to keep my arm up. Like I'm going to keep my arm up and if it falls I fell asleep. If it doesn't, you know, I went. So I went. So they put me down. They put me down to sleep. And my arm stayed up. And I, But I was completely asleep. Like, my mom was, like, moving my head. And my arm was staying up. And they put it down and it came back up. Really? And they were like, oh, my God, is she asleep? Yeah, I was knocked out, though. But I guess I kind of – I guess it's, like, a, a compromise. We'll say that was a compromise. I kind of yeah. won. But, yeah, I, I, I still – basically, we'll, we'll do the rundown of, like, where I am with the cancer. Yeah, so, wait, real, real quick, real quick. So um, uh, just quick commercial. Uh, you can buy four melatonin gummies for 10% off. Use code <laughs> SOPHIA with a, a yes, dash and a parenthesis. Perfect. Thank Use you. Use code SOPHIA needs therapy immediately. <laughs> and then you get 10 gummies for free. Oh, I'm fun. on it. All right, cool. You think they'll do that? You think they'll like... Hey, we I can reach out to him. We'll see. Especially that's so bad. I'll be like, hey guys, everyone go buy melatonin <laughs> so you could take them and fight the sleep. Like, what type of like what what am I promoting here? We need to take a step back. What are we doing? Yeah, this is what a little scary. No, yeah. I think it's exciting. I think talk everyone, to your doctor. Yeah, I know. Talk to talk to anyone. <laughs> talk to someone immediately. Because what are you? I guess, you know, that's better than other things. I'd rather, you know, there's there's yeah. worse options to fill your time than like, totally. yeah, I'd rather just fight sleep with melatonin. So <laughs> with the cancer, I had the surgery. Um, oh my gosh, this dog is so cute. Sorry. I had the <laughs> surgery. They removed it. All was well. Let me even, how do I, let me recall. So yeah. that happened. Um, it was fine. Then my scoliosis started acting up, if you will. Oh, well, actually- let me get the timeline right. Let me think. Yeah. Um, How old were you when you like got the surgery? The surgery was fifth grade. Like it was emergency. Like okay. the next day they were like, oh my God. Yeah. Because they were like, wow, you're going to like, you will die within the next day. They, they gave me a couple of days. They were like, 
Jeez. If you hadn't caught this in the next couple of days, you probably would have been like paralyzed from the neck down and then died. So lame, but I caught it. Yeah. So I caught it, emergency surgery, and I was fine. And then they were like, okay, we're going to wait like a year and see if the surgery was successful. Because you I mean like you can take them out, but they can grow back, you know? So uh-huh. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. So about a year later, they did come back. They grew back, which was lame, but I had radiation surgery. Oh my gosh. Dang. So that was, um, I'm going to say like maybe seventh grade, like sixth grade, seventh grade, I had the radiation surgery and it, I mean, not the surgery, radiation treatment. And it was so, it was adorable too, because I was the first pediatric page, patient at that place. So I was the only kid they ever had. So they treated me so nicely. Like they, the, nice. the nurses like made me custom little like gowns and they like put candy in my room every day they made me custom they they did everything they were so sweet to me and then uh you can look this up gosh i kind of want this video to die because it's humiliating (laughs) but on the last day of my radiation they did like a whip nene flash (laughs) off look 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 so the whip nene was like the new hot thing like that was like like you know like hit the quan like all that i really the, the Harlem Shake, I missed that. There hasn't been like a craze like that recently. Yeah. Maybe we should make one. Seriously. What could we do that would take the internet by storm? Like bottle flipping, I guess that was the most recent thing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess like just TikTok dances are the new modern things like that. Yeah, maybe the melatonin gummy challenge. <laughs> melatonin gummy <laughs> challenge. <laughs> to oh my queen gosh. or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Dude, you're on to something. Like, you're really on to something. Oh, my uh, God. No, you can't promote this. This is horrible. We're, like, I'm, like, actually excited. I'm, like, oh, shit, this is going to, this is going to, like, take the world by storm. Everyone go fight, like, sleep. But yeah. what were we? Oh, so they, so. They, you did the whip and nay Yeah, they walked in on me and my cousin, like, practicing in my, like, <laughs> in my room that before I went back into, like, the treatment room. They were like, they caught, they walked in, they're like, what was that? And we were like, oh, we were doing the whip and the nene. And my radiologist was like, wow, I need to learn that. And he was like, on your last day, I'm going to do that dance with you. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I thought that it was, his name was Daniel. Um, uh-huh. I was like, all right, me and Daniel are going to do the whip and the nene on the last day. So <laughs> he was like, I have a surprise. I have this video memorized. He was like, so remember how I said I was going to do that dance? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, a couple other people wanted to do it too. So then I walked out and the whole like staff of the hospital, like everyone there <laughs> had learned the dance and they all did it with me. And we That's took a video cute. of it and it went viral. That was my first like entrance to inter- internet fame, like in any way. Oh. It went viral. I got invited to go on Ellen. Are you serious? Was, yeah, it was insane. You were on my Ellen. Mom, my, no, no. Here's where the story gets nice <laughs> and fun. My mom said no to Ellen, which what? I just... No, like, like, this hurts. This, this hurts. This is so bad. <laughs> My mom said no, which in hindsight, I guess, like, thanks, mom, because Ellen's kind of a weirdo. But yeah. are you kidding? That's a once in a lifetime, really. Like, aw, So she, did Ellen just see your whip and nene and was like, yeah, oh, no, yeah, because it went, like, viral. It got all over Facebook. It went all over YouTube. Like, it went everywhere. Mm. It has, like, I think it has, like, 5 million views right now. And yeah. it and she called me. I talked to her on the phone. She was like, um, you know, she was like, I saw your video. Uh, 
I heard you're a big fan. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a, I'm a fucking huge fan. Like yeah. you know, seven year old, like seven, in seventh grade. I'm like, holy shit, Ellen, I fucking love you. <laughs> and uh, Ellen was like, well, guess what? I'm a, a big fan of you. And I was like, oh my God, like wow. I made it. This is my peak. I've made it. Ellen is my, <laughs> a big fan of me. And she was like, well, you want to come on the show? And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I want to come on the show. So she was like, all right, we're going to get in touch with your mom. Uh-huh. And so apparently she did. And my mom was like, oh, Ellen never called back. And I was like, what the fuck, Ellen? What? Like, you literally like led me on just now, Ellen. But my mom, I found out later, like a year later, she told me that she had, they had called back and she was like, no, Sophie, like we would rather not. <laughs> like just because you were ill or? No, because I was apparently, well, you know what? I hate the internet sometimes because apparently there were some really weird people commenting on the video and they were like, this is so weird. This is, they were like, ooh, like she's like hot for a 12 year old cancer patient. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I like the term down catastrophically. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, horrendously, <laughs> like concerningly, like please go speak to a priest. Like go yeah. speak to anyone. You <laughs> need serious help if you are on a 12 year old like cancer celebration. Yeah. And you're Dang. like, she's hot. Dude, get seek help. <laughs> seek help. Yeah, but there's yeah, a lot of creeps uh, out there. There Jeez. are some creepy, creepy people in the world, and they were in the comments of my video. So they so my mom saw that and said no, which I guess, you know, and she was like, You'll understand one day when you have kids. I hate that saying. <laughs> I wish parents would just retire that saying. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay, well, have kids. Uh, yeah that that was a really sad sad time i realized like i could have been on ellen like come on mom really how did you recover like was high school just terrible after that honestly i don't (laughs) think i ever did i think that like i still think about it i still get as passionately angry as i did the first day because it's just like going on ellen i got on good morning america i'm pretty sure i got on inside edition like i woke up and my friends woke me up and they were like dude you're on tv and i was like no way and i was (laughs) I was like, oh, that's sick, and went back to sleep. But I had the radiation <laughs> therapy, and then that they that didn't um, get rid of my tumors, but it like it like killed them. So okay. it was still in my body, but they were just dead, apparently. Quote <laughs> for the time Jeez. being. Okay. Yeah. So then, um, about a year later, I had scoliosis surgery, which was insane. That was a huge surgery. That one was probably like the most life-changing of all of my surgeries because they put a metal, the, the metal spine. Here's where yeah. the metal spine comes yeah. in. So they put a titanium rod. It's like braces. Like, have you ever seen a, a like a scoliosis, like a spinal fusion? Uh, Kind of, maybe. I just know what scoliosis looks like. I have seen an x-ray before. Yeah. Basically, it's like it's like braces. Like, the, you know how braces, mm-hmm. they put a screw in all your teeth and then a wire? Yeah. Basically, with what I have, I have these huge, like, these two-inch, like, screws in every one of my vertebrae, and then I have a titanium rod going through those screws, like, braces. You know what I'm talking about? Is it noticeable? Like, obviously, right? Well, definitely. Definitely (laughs) in x-rays. Definitely in x-rays. It's like, whoa, what is this chick? Like, what is is that? It's so cool to look at on x-rays. It's really, like, scary looking because usually, like, spinal fusions are... I don't know how I need to learn definitely like what like you know how spines are categorized through like T something and yeah like, yeah there's yeah. different letters mine is stuff. like 
my whole spine, like literally every single vertebrae, like my entire spine, because I had a 90 degree angle at the top of my spine. Like my, my spine, my scoliosis was like an S. So it was curving on the top and the bottom. And my top curve was 90 degrees. How is that possible? Think about that. Like, yeah. How how are you walking? Were you walking in like a zigzag all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I make jokes all the time. Like whenever I see like anyone walking really funny, I'm like, oh my God, me in seventh grade. It's so (laughs) Me and my friends make those jokes all the time. about It's like me in seventh grade. But yeah, I was walking really weird. I was twisting too. Like my whole body was just like messed up. That's that's what we're going to say. It was just very messed up. And like my lungs were failing because my, my spine, my ribs were like curving and like Mm. and crushing and like crushing my spine and my lungs and my heart like it was going to kill me that was going to kill me very soon as well <laughs> but they Jeez. were like okay we're going to do the surgery because i was supposed to have it way before 90 degrees you get it at uh-huh. like 60 degrees you know <laughs> so i had mine at 90 degrees but we, we couldn't i had to get it so late because they had to make sure the radiation worked but it seemed like it was going to work it worked <laughs> it seemed like it yeah <laughs> and um so I got the spinal fusion and that was huge. And then about a year later, so now we're like in, like, I'd say like my, I got the spinal fusion in eighth grade. So now like my sophomore year of high school, my tumors started growing again and they were like, de- like what the, anyway. Yeah, like, geez. That is, <laughs> like, a, geez, oh my let me gosh. get a break. Oh Those my tumors. gosh. <laughs> come on. Like, I did it. Yeah, like what the like? Come on, Are you, and I didn't even get to go on Ellen. So like, yeah, I didn't have cancer again. I did all that, and I didn't even get to go on Ellen. Like, what's yeah. the point? If like, you're gonna have tumors, you might as well go on Ellen. Exactly. If I'm gonna have them again, I I did start my I like uh, my freshman year. I did start a YouTube channel, and that uh-huh. was so much fun. And I was posting stuff, and there was a part in one of the videos I told the Ellen story on a video, and I put a little insert in the video, and I was like, Ellen, if you're watching this. I still have everything you originally wanted and more now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and there's more. So what a great this, pitch. Yeah. But uh, that YouTube channel is dead now, but there's a new one. Shout out. Quick, Yo, quick plug, plug it in, plug it in. Plugged my YouTube channel is linked in my, in pretty much everything. I need to start making videos. I was actually going to film, you know, I'm going to film a video right after this. Maybe I'll shout, oh my God, I'll shout you out in there. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us working together. This is amazing. If people come from my video, here you, here, here's this. And if people come to my YouTube, from that, then I guess they'll see it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Anyway, Hopefully. what were you? Okay, yeah. So I get, so my tumors start growing again. This is like sophomore year. So they said, they were like, all right, well, you already had surgery. You already had radiation therapy. So the next step was chemotherapy, which sucks, which is yeah. like the last option. Like my whole life has been trying to not get chemotherapy. Like that's what I've always tried to fight, like not having. Mm. so we were gonna do that but then i started doing this other like alternative medicine like i don't even look we don't even yeah you get desperate i'm sure yeah yeah like we started doing like like my parents like reached out to all these people like across like the world and Uh we were doing like alternative like definitely like this weird medicine but it worked that's look so so that's the only thing that's ever worked but it was so miserable in the time being because what was was it I really don't even know what it is like a concoction of a bunch of things mm. and because I never really they never really let me in on what it was <laughs> it was so lame that caused so many like psychological problems because I was so <laughs> disoriented all the time like I was like 
high pretty much all yeah. the time. Like something like, like it felt like that. I mean, I probably was. I, I mean, duh. <laughs> medicine. It made me so disoriented, made me so like numb. Like it was like yeah. that. Type of thing. But it did cure my cancer. But I decided like I would rather have cancer and be happy and make the most of my life, like and do what I want, even though I do have this like cancer, than be numb and do this medicine and like not. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, okay, so I'll get off that. So I got off of that, even though it did work. Like we went back and they're like, wow, it looks like your tumors are gone. Like, wow, they're gone miraculously. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, because I mean, like St. Jude's, I'm gonna like out myself basically. Like St. Jude's, they they don't recommend like if you're gonna do treatment, like don't like seek other things. I mean, I guess you could help. Yeah, they kind know, of focus on Western. Work. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so they were like, oh, like wow, where'd they go? <laughs> I was like, ah, interesting. But um, dang. Then that worked for a year, and then about last September, last September I went back, and they were like, oh, your tumors are back and they're growing. So I was like, damn, Seriously? like are you kidding? Yeah, it's been like this fun little roller coaster ride. And so like I so they were like, yeah, chemo time. Like you're going to have to schedule. We're probably going to schedule chemo. And I was supposed to get chemo or it was like projectory. Like the the projectory, the pattern that my life has followed was like, you know, cancer treatment gone. But then it's back treatment. Okay, it's gone. Now back. So this time it was back. So I was figuring treatment. And so we went back. And they were going to schedule chemo. So I was preparing to do that in May. And then we went back in May and they were like, oh, it looks like they're dead. <laughs> These what? doctors are idiots. How is know, what? They're just on? making it up. I, right? Like, what St. Jude's? On? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Scooby's looking at me like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> you have no idea what I've been through, Booby. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I, yeah. So right now I still have the tumors in me. But they're yeah. dead. I but for how long? I really right. You know, maybe I'll come back on this thing in like a couple of weeks. And I'll be like, guess what? I mean, I every month. Again. <laughs> it's just like this fun, fun pattern, this fun cycle that I keep going through. So right now, I technically they're still in my body, but they're dead. Hmm. So to say, well, or they're quote dead. They they've been dead quote multiple times, but right now, so I have the tumors in me but they're dead. They're not growing. Or so they thought <laughs> like wow. until, until they confirm again that they're really not growing. I mean, they're always going to be in me. So there's always the potential to grow again, which is just like lame. Like, yeah, but it is like really good motivation. And, and I'm glad that it's like that because it's constant reminder, like to live my life, no matter what, like I, I do have these things, but I'm going to make the most, if I'm going to, if I'm going to yeah. constantly have cancer, like over and over, you better fucking believe that I'm going to like make the most of my life outside of that. Because that's such a bummer. Like, bro, yeah, it's like, I'm definitely going to counter the things that have been like out of my control. You know what I mean? With things that I can control, like my YouTube channel, my TikTok, and all my yeah. social media. Like, I love doing that. I love like sharing my videos and my thoughts and like doing and like, my style, I love fashion, and that's been doing so well recently, and I'm so yeah. happy about it. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, tell tell our listeners like what what's the style that you go for when you pick out your clothes? Mm-hmm. So I, over time, like around the same time, I kind of just started like discovering who I really was, like and what I liked, you know. Yeah. Around the same time, I started discovering Freddie Mercury and like <laughs> and good music and good movies and good people and things to do, like hobbies. Like I've just started like 
building really who I was as a person, like kind of around soft, like junior year. Nice. So my style has evolved a lot. I used to like, usually like I used to, hmm, I went through a phase of like, like browns, like really, really earthy kind of like you would like Pinterest earth, you know, like, yeah, yeah. So really like kind of almost like cliche style. And then I started branching out. So now I wear pretty much like exclusively nightgowns out. And then I wear <laughs> like a really like a leather jacket or like a jean jacket over it with some like hiking boots. My hiking boots are sent from God. I love them. Like well, anyone great. right now, you, everyone listen, hiking boots, <laughs> are the best shoes they're so comfortable they're so supportive they're stylish like i think they work for everything like they really do work with every outfit they are a god sick what 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 brand are they uh let's see let's see yeah check them out i'm pretty sure it's like rika i'm pretty sure Mm. i'm pretty positive it's like r-y-k-a rika hiking boots i got them for a dollar at a thrift store that's the best part that is that kind of your where you go to thrift oh yeah pretty much everything i own is secondhand like that's amazing recently i've tried really 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 hard to like like i'm trying to adopt a lifestyle of completely secondhand like no waste like i've been vegan for the past couple of months nice which means no cheesecake after waking up from (laughs) yeah which my parents are like come on sophia you can like come on like it's fine (laughs) like no i can't be a vegan poser I can't, be a I can't break the rules just for this yeah, cheesecake. You can't be a faker. Yeah, exactly. Have Saint Ju- get me some. Actually, no, it's okay. It's a. <laughs> it's, it's it's my choice. It's okay. I I maybe maybe we'll see. Maybe yeah. Next time. yeah. So I've been trying to be like recycled, like no waste, like secondhand. Trying to trying to actively like remove myself from like capitalism (laughs) no i mean good for you i think that's there's so many cool clothes out there so my my wife's cousin he started a thrift shop business but what he does is he goes to like i don't know if you've heard of savers goodwill just those places and he sifts through what's cool and then sells it it's still cheap but he sells like what's in yeah so it's super cool i think i'm about to like literally this week i was looking into it like maybe like i'm gonna launch very soon like a Depop Etsy like reselling thing because I love because my passion like I love thrifting and like sharing like good things like good music I want to like give the world like good music like like I want to show them like all these things like clothes like if I can give people good clothes and like good content good mindset like everything like I just want to give people good things and thrifting like if I can share that like Depop's such a good thing are you kidding yeah it's sick yeah so I'm definitely gonna get into that also I need to, what's your, what's your cousins or your, yeah, so it's called, it's called, so vintage threads is what it's called. (gasps) Wait, what? Yeah. Well, there might be another account called that, but it is, it's called vintage threads. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Because, (laughs) because I'm pretty sure I follow vintage threads. Really? Yeah. Let me, I, uh, I'll screenshot it and I'll send it to you real quick. Yeah. Awesome. Cause that sounds, I mean, yeah, vintage threads is kind of. It's kind of what's the word? Uh, it's it's more common of a name like a. Yeah, yeah, vintage threads. Like you've probably seen a couple of vintage threads. Yeah, Wait. and then th- there's this other one called Sad Boy Thrift that's really popular here. Sad Boy Thrift. Yeah, it's kind of oh kind of like gosh. a skater vibe, kind of cool. Yeah, I I think I've seen Sad Boy Thrift, for yeah. sure. 
Oh, how edgy. <laughs> I love edgy. <laughs> Sad boy. I love sick. I love things like that's this is we'll we'll come back to this again. Like yeah. that's a really big reason of why I love like like talking about Kurt Cobain so much and like like kind of almost I don't I respect the hell out of him. Like he is such an interesting person. Like his music, who he is, like he's so admirable. Like I really do love him, but it's so funny how like cliche and stereotypical like like the sad boy threads like it's it's uh-huh. like things like that are it's funny like what like hmm like you know like the the cliche that's like name five songs uh-huh. it's so accurate like a lot of those cliches are so accurate so that's why i <laughs> talk about like kurt cobain so much like i'll like make fun like this is this is where we get kind of obscure in the conversation. <laughs> so one of my one of my like things I used to on TikTok. I used to have this thing about her how Kurt Cobain. Okay, look, we're about to go into a thirteen plus thirteen plus topic here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and let's whoever go. in between. Let's go. Kurt Cobain <laughs> apparently has a like a <laughs> a giant wing. How do I? Huh? A giant wiener. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think so, but I, I think that he has a like poop kink, like a yo, <laughs> oh shit. Like, I think that he, yeah. So I found that out, right? And instantly, my respect like skyrocketed for him. Okay? <laughs> and I was like, wow, this man, like, of course, of course, Kurt Cobain would be the one to have a shit kink. Like, are you kidding? And be so open about it. Like, was he open about that? Uh, well, okay. So that's where I started researching. I started looking mm. into it. But I did, I don't know why that tickled me so much. Because, like, of course Kurt Cobain would, would be the one. He would be the one. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> I found so much joy in that. And I hyper-focused on it for a couple of weeks, really. And it was so great to see the people that came together with that information. And then the people who got really mad about the <laughs> fact that I was talking about that. They would be like, where'd you get this information? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'd be like, dude. Like, it's so hilarious how aggressively defensive some people get over Kurt Cobain and, like, Nirvana. Yeah, like, how, I'm sure. Like, you know how, that, I feel like that's one of the things that have been gatekept the most in history. It's, like, <laughs> Nirvana, like, and then, like, any, like, grunge. Like, I love, I genuinely really love grunge. Like, I love it so much. But there's, like, I, uh, there's a part of the community that just, gatekeeps so badly and so they're the people that say like name five songs it's so embarrassing because it's like dude name <laughs> five songs their 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 music has a billion streams on spotify bro like yeah like let's use our brains for a second but i love talking about, i'm like i'm like like i'll do a fashion video and then a hashtag will be like shit on me kurt cobain and then the <laughs> comments go like they'll be like what the fuck are you talking about like what is this like what like it's so funny so that's why i love that's why I, speak Man. about like or Kurt Cobain like it's such a funny topic to me because people get so passionately like aggressively defensive oh yeah it. it's a funny yeah, thing to like, like defend like yeah it, like like you're defending yeah. whether or not like he has a poop kink like a poop <laughs> fetish like think about what you're doing for a second like you're getting angry over the fact that Kurt Cobain has a poop fetish like man that's, that's so wild Kurt Cobain it's amazing and, poop. and I love I think that's great I don't think he actually I don't think it's exclusively poop though <laughs> now <laughs> Onto this, onto the next topic. Basically, um, I think that he, I think that he was just. I mean, I know for a fact that he was just really fascinated with like the human body. Literally, in your in in utero is like about the human body. 
Yeah. He was just super like fascinated with the human body. And he was like a weirdo. Like I, I love him so much. But he was a weirdo. And he, <laughs> he, I think that he would definitely <laughs> explore the realm of like poop. <laughs> yeah. All kinds. And like and throw up and blood. Like he was into all that <laughs> stuff. Like natural, like bodily functions. He was just into. So I think that <laughs> sadly it's not exclusively poop, but I think that that could, it's a very high possibility that it was definitely somewhere in there. That's yeah. so great. I I'm love so, that. I'm so glad you shared that. Like, I think without <laughs> I think, this knowledge and information, we this would not be a good episode. Thank you so much. That, that's <laughs> something that I've really like. I, I think that if there's somewhere that I've left my mark in the world that I'm the most proud of, <laughs> there is like hashtags now on TikTok with like a couple of like 10,000s, like, you know, yeah, like yeah. thousands of views that are like, shit on me, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain is a shit king like that. <laughs> I, if there's anywhere in the world I'd like to contribute, it's definitely in that field. Great. And to spread knowledge, you know? And I think that, honestly, like, I, whenever I say that stuff, it's never, like, making fun of him. It's never, like, calling him weird. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think I can, that, like, I can totally tell, too. Like, I am genuinely fascinated <laughs> and entranced, and I, I admire his bravery and his pioneering of this this beautiful, uh, what's it, fascination, one could say. <laughs> Love it. And well I am said. fascinated with his fascinations, and I think that's great. I think it's just fantastic how people react to those things. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure that's really, super funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh my gosh, it's so you know, it's a fine line. There's some things that like, like I like I. That's why I kind of, I I think it's so easy to like use like Nirvana and like grunge like things like that to make jokes into kind of not really troll i don't like trolling i think trolling stupid but like yeah <laughs> like talking about a chicken and getting people mad but then when it comes <laughs> to freddie mercury like i am that person like it's like please don't like like he is my love my god i'm just gonna yeah, look you'll kidding. defend him <laughs> no yeah i'll defend him to the death so like i probably will not make jokes about freddie mercury because he is just like my king but like Kurt, I think Kurt would laugh at the jokes that I make. Or yeah, not even jokes. Good sense the, informa- the information that I share. I think that <laughs> that would be, I think he would really appreciate me, honestly, like uh, spreading the word, I think. Yeah, right? I hope he, he tunes in to this podcast. No, yeah, he, he probably will. He's probably here right now. He's probably, yeah, or he's like pissed. It. He's like, it's ghost. Just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, stop, <laughs> stop telling people I like shit. Like, Sorry, Kurt. Yeah. I'll try. I to be fair, I kind of left that topic alone for a while, but there was definitely a month on social media <laughs> where I and it was really funny. It, it started becoming a thing, and I posted like a really like poorly photoshopped picture of me and Kirk. I was like kissing Kurt Cobain, and the <laughs> caption the caption was, uh, "I know what I must do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it." <laughs> Get that poo. I know. I feel like, God, that's, it's so great. I love that. I really, really do. I want to like research it more. Yeah. God, you should write a book, book, like a He's a such novel. like a legendary. No, I did. I did buy a biography about <laughs> him because I, the information that I was finding was mostly from that biography. So I was like, I mean, I want to go straight to the source. Yeah. Good source. Yeah. Wait, exactly. I mean, it is pretty he, credible. I've looked it up. He like, I mean, there's a bunch of people that he personally knew contributing to the biography. So, oh, know. that's but great. But right now I'm literally reading a Freddie Mercury biography. That's pretty funny. <laughs> this is so like cliche in my own way. Like cliche Sophia moment. No, it's reading great. Freddie Mercury biography. My next on my reading list, a Kurt Cobain biography. So, so Paya, um, oh, yeah. question. So 
you, you just graduated high school? That's kind of what I'm yeah, gathering. Yeah, I did in May. I graduated in May. Okay. Shockingly. Congrats. That's yeah, cool. I was really on the brink of not doing that. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was all nuts. But I would love to dive in to some uh, how to avoid douchebags advice. I think oh! you have some pretty funny stories. And okay. uh, just just take it away. I think we could so, learn you know, a lot. So, yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up. So basically... Um, you know, I am still figuring this out, but I can, I can like give some advice on how to yeah. avoid specific douchebags. You know, I'm still encountering them as I go yeah. on, but definitely in my life, I can tell you which ones are worse. So honestly, my advice to anyone listening about how to avoid a douchebag, do not ignore the things that are in your face at the very beginning. For example, mm. let me think, let me, let me give you some examples. So there yes, are things definitely... Like, like, don't like red flags. You know, people say don't ignore red flags. Do not ignore red flags. Like, yeah. Hmm. What's what's something? Uh, oh, okay. Here's one. Uh, if they say like they're in love with you, at the very if they, if it's been like a week or two, and they're like, dude, I'm in love with you. Run, run, <laughs> run, run. Do not look yeah. back. Like, actually, leave that alone. If they get very angry about minor things, for example, one time I had this boyfriend that like got enraged at the fact that his phone died. I was like, geez. Oh my, exactly. Geez. If they exhibit like a uh, punching drywall tendency, you know, if there's Holy something God. there, if you suspect <laughs> that there is someone that he would, he would engage in such an act, I would say, leave it alone. If, here is how to spot a, a douchebag. If they communicate with you solely through Snapchat, give it up. <laughs> Be done. Yeah. Think about this. Like, like that, like, look, go straight to iMessage. That's my biggest advice. Ask for the iMessage. If they don't give mm -hmm. it to you, don't waste your time. If they do, cool. Like, I think that iMessage is becoming a, a lost art. Like, everyone goes yeah. through, like, Snapchat. And I think that Snapchat is so lazy. I've gotten rid of Snapchat recently. Like, I haven't, I've gotten off of it because it's so... I think that if a guy is communicating with you solely through Snapchat, <laughs> rethink. Right. Like, take a step back. Definitely rethink. If hmm, let's see, if they mention their ex, if they mention their <laughs> ex, if they mention their ex, don't ignore it. Do not ignore it. Fuel yeah. that idea. Get because I know that whenever people mention their exes, obviously I kind of get in my head and I'm like, oh, like they. Do they still like them or like? Yeah, still and thinking, usually yeah. I am correct. Look. If you're talking about your ex, you're thinking about them. You know what I mean? Like they're still somewhere in their mind. Like don't ignore that yeah. type of thing. And you know, I'm still encountering some. I've encountered some douche, like some, <laughs> some like comically horrible men in my life. So much to the point to where it's like maybe I will just like women. But I've heard <laughs> that I've heard that the grass isn't greener on the other side, and there's some equally <laughs> horrible women. So I think that I will just never speak to anyone again i think that i'm just yeah. gonna be I'm, i think i'm just gonna sit in my room and speak for an hour straight to zach with scooby in yes. my hand yes i think that is like i think this <laughs> is like the best uh this is the best look at him well i just told you look at him like we're not like <laughs> but scooby is yeah. currently falling asleep i think all i need is scooby uh -huh. and i'm gonna be a cat soon so i think that's my advice to avoid douchebags just stop talking to men <laughs> i'm sorry no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> You know, there's well, a very small percentage of men that um are cool, and I, I think yeah. you fall into the category. Honestly, from Dude, what I've thanks. from what I've gotten from you, I really do believe that you fall into that 
tiny, tiny percentage. That's, but, that means a lot. You know, I, it's weird. Like I don't, so I got married two years ago. So I met my mm-hmm. wife on a dating app. She messaged me first, but like, to be honest, okay. like in high school, I wasn't like the one to date around or like yeah. talk to a bunch of chicks. And th- I think that worked to my favor because maybe I would have turned into a douchebag. Maybe you would turn into a douchebag. Yeah. And so yeah. I avoided that. And then I think honestly, like having a chronic illness, like <laughs> I yeah. had other, other I things think, to worry about. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think having a chronic illness really does humble you in the best way. And yeah. I think that like, like that's where the overloading, like positivity, like the positive aspect, it makes you realize like what matters, what doesn't, who you are, what's good. And like what you really should focus on, like having a chronic illness makes you like forces you to see those things and like to capitalize on the good things, like the, 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 the hidden good things in life that people don't really take it. Like, Yeah. No, they, for real, they take though. advantage of it. They don't really realize it. And so I think that that's why it's so good. And like not being a douchebag, like, sure. If it takes a chronic illness, I will take a good person with a chronic <laughs> illness any day over like a healthy douchebag, like any day. No, it's really, really not that hard. Go ahead. Good- go ahead. Sorry. I was cutting you off. Oh, what'd, what'd you say? It's okay. Oh, I was just going to say like, it really, I, like you said, it really humbled me in the sense that like, I was worried that like my wife would be weirded out because I couldn't eat food. Like I have a mm-hmm. feeding tube and like dating is eating <laughs> to be honest. Like yeah, you go yeah, on dates, right? like, going on a, like, yeah. like, a dinner and it, it almost like having a chronic illness kind of helped me sift through the girls that weren't going to work out anyway. Exactly. Because I, I was open about my illness and stuff, but I don't mm-hmm. know if, if you're open about that, like but up yeah. front for a while, for a while I was almost like ashamed or like, or like nervous that, that like I used to be I used to really I used to be really angry about all my stuff like honestly like yeah. this mindset, like it's definitely been built over time so I, sometimes and then sometimes I do still get angry like sometimes it's it's really it's kind of like a like you do have to kind of keep up with like how your your mentality like you have to do things that like keep you positive especially when it's something so present in your life like like for you you can't even eat you can't eat food like right that's something that so many people don't even think about and then like I can't look down like I can't like <laughs> I can't bend it's it's so funny I make jokes all the time about how I can't bend but <laughs> it's things that that like that are overbearing you have to like constantly remind yourself of the good and then so I used to be really angry and not want to accept that almost like not wanting so whenever I would date someone I would go as long as I can I almost saw it as like a like please like get to know who I was before you found right. this out so you know yeah. but now anyone I I talk about it and I I make jokes about it and I make it kind of like part of my personality because I mean it is it's me it's like a huge part of who I am so anyone off the bat that doesn't like that I wouldn't want you in my life anyway you know what I mean like yeah sit right if you can't yeah if you can't like if you were then that doesn't mean that they love you they don't care about you because that's you that's who you are like those types of big things in your life like if someone can't handle that or they don't want to be with you or like be your friend or be associated with you in any way like because of that illness it's like okay, well then you don't want to be associated with me. That's who I am. Like, yeah, it's so good to sift out. Cause yeah, like you said, it's you sifts out the people that weren't really there for you in the first place that weren't really like good, like good for you in the first place. Cause they would love you regardless. And then totally. it allows you to see the people who care about you the most because in those worst times, in those bad times, when you are really affected by those illnesses, like the people that are there for you are the most important people and the people that you probably wouldn't have seen before, you know what I mean? Or like, really appreciated before so it's such like a it's a it's a it's it's really like a a weird thing I guess like because you obviously understand what I'm saying and like anyone totally I get it yeah yeah 
like people listening are probably gonna be like that's kind of cliche you know like <laughs> but it is like you really do you are really are, like your eyes are open to the people that love you the most where I used to see like the people who didn't you know it's all about like what you really focus on because I used to be scared that because there have definitely been people that like ghosted me or didn't want to talk to me anymore because mm-hmm. I had so many medical problems but my medical problems are like such not they're a huge part of who I am but my life is so much more than just like cancer or like a metal spine like right. I it's a huge part of who I am but it's just a part of who I am it's not who I am does that make sense like I yeah. my life is so much and that's an aspect and it's just something that I have to deal with and it's something that I you know it is like a part of who I am but there's so much more and there's so much more to life and I'm so happy honestly that I get to like it's almost like a privilege to have cancer like <laughs> it's like like hear me out okay like having <laughs> cancer has been one of the best things ever happened to me because I enjoy so much now like I find good in almost everything because there is like there has been a lot of bad and there has been a lot of like, like, you know, obviously negativity. Yeah. And so now my eyes are open to, cause wherever there's negativity, there's positivity, wherever there's positivity, there's negativity. So it's like, I get the opportunity to like see both and choose the positivity because I am in like pain all the time. Yes. Yeah. Like it's genuinely chronic. Like <laughs> that word, that word is not taken lightly. Like I actually have chronic pain. And so whenever I'm not in as much pain, like I'm so, I feel so good. And it's like, I feel so appreciative and I can like take, like I can read. And also I like reading and I like doing all like the tangible things in life and I can take it. I can like remove myself from like social media and like that likes, like the thing we were saying Mm -hmm. earlier, like that validation, like I realized I probably would be sucked into it and like into that type of like culture, like social media culture and like insecurity, like all that type of thing. Like, I think because I have such severe medical problems, it's opened my eyes to things that really, really matter in life. And likes are absolutely yeah, that's pretty small on the, on the scale. Of yeah. The list. yeah, it's about like people and like love and sharing good things instead of like just likes for validation and like well, being mean. Like I don't get I, like yeah, yeah, doesn't like, make any sense. Makes no sense in this world, and I think that like people who are mean are bored they're like definitely 100 percent like i that's like if anything another i don't i don't know if you like ask this or not but like like getting like hate comments and like mean comments on like a lot of my videos because i do get a lot of like recently i've been getting so much hate like yeah but it's like who asked like yeah like where did you come from (laughs) yeah like where what, what weight does that opinion hold like whatever i always think that like people who are just like mean for no reason like leave like comments are like this sucks it's like okay who asked you who are you yeah like why are you like (laughs) commenting mean shit like like what what do i care for like i have a whole life i'm doing things like you're doing this podcast i'm doing like my youtube i'm doing my tiktok like i'm just trying to like progress in my life like i'm trying to do things with my life and i think all time back again like this all comes back to like that illness that like that low, that really negative like thing has allowed such a huge positive because now I can like take advantage of the things in my life that I really want to do and really want to share. And it's freaking like love who, that. And I think that people who are just mean and like lame, 
<laughs> yeah. Like they don't have anything better to do. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's what you're doing. Like you're spending your time just being mean on the internet. Like it's so lame. And yeah. Crazy. It'd be interesting to be a fly on the wall to like see them type that. Maybe yeah. they're taking a giant dump or something. That's so funny. Yeah. I would love to like be a fly and be with my friend, like check this dude out. Like you gotta <laughs> come see this. And it's just like someone like commenting on things. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, that's so lame. They, like fist bump and go fly to another room. <laughs> that's That'd exactly awesome. what I'm picturing. Hey, so Sophia, I was gonna ask. Uh, I I feel like we've we've hit a ton, uh, and I was wondering if we could just wrap it up. If you have any last words <laughs> before you die, any last words. Any last words. No, yeah, we definitely hit uh, an hour. We could. Keep you going. killed it. Yeah, I mean, I could really keep talking for hours and hours and hours. Maybe you know, if you ever, <laughs> if you ever like bored again one day, you're like, you know what? I would be more than happy to come back. I love. Maybe it might. You might. You might have just inspire me to start my own podcast. You should. No, you. You'd you kill it. You would really do well. Oh, I'd um, love to. <laughs> let's see. Any last words? Yeah, uh, maybe like any like you know. Wrapping it up, you know. I, I was. Say, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I was just gonna say, like, my audience, that like a lot of them do have chronic illness. Um, yeah. So like maybe if someone is really worried about branching out or just embracing who they are because they have a chronic illness, any oh, sort of yeah. advice like that. I think that like in my life, in anyone with a chronic illness, it's unavoidable. Like like don't I think that the more you try to run from like who you are and what illness you have, instead of like embrace what you have, because first of all, it's not like having a chronic illness has more positive to it than I think negative. And it genuinely allows you to enjoy life in a different way that you would have never been able to see before. Like having such a, like a big illness, such a big change in life. And like, if you're scared, if you don't want to accept it, like I didn't want to accept having cancer and a rod in my spine. And yeah. there's so much more that we didn't talk about. Even like there's a, there's a whole fun list <laughs> of things that are quote wrong with me. And I think that here you're going to hear, you'll hear that term, like what's wrong quote all the time. But I think that something really important is to like take time for yourself and really think about it and it's there's nothing wrong it's just something you have to deal with and capitalize on honestly and take the opportunity if there's so much negative the more negative there is the more opportunity for positive positivity there is like wherever there's negative there's equal if not more positive and so whenever things get really low just know that there's a spectrum and that there's definitely an opposite positive part and that having a chronic illness, like having something so even not even maybe not even a chronic illness, like any really big challenge that you face, there's always like a much brighter thing to be taken away from it. Mm. And there are definitely times where it gets low and it gets angry. And like, you know, there's always those times, but there's always guaranteed to be the, the higher ends. And there's always going to be the positive aspect that you can find from it. So I'm going to say anything, embrace whatever you have and capitalize on it and be unapologetic about it because that's who you are and that's a part of who you are and who you are is so much more than that but that is such a big contributing factor to who you are too but there's so much more to life and I think that you're gonna definitely realize that the more that you like experiment with loving and embracing whoever whatever you are and whatever you have you're awesome that's my final words that's my last words yes no more words (laughs) <laughs> no, no more on the reels though sophia really appreciate you like it's super fun honestly it's just yeah. we killed it had a party no yeah it was so much fun i love 
talking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, where can people follow you? Like, what's your username for um, each platform? My Instagram is at Sophia Pedicos. There, the, the the cat's out the bag. That's my <laughs> real name. It's S O P H I A P E T I K A S. And then that's also my YouTube. I have a I have a lot more content about the, like what we talked about today. Pretty much this podcast was like a uh, like uh, analysis of what my YouTube is. And I'm definitely gonna be posting more videos. My TikTok is Sophie. It's S O P H E E F E E. It's pretty obscure. It's pretty abstract. Uh, I, you know, you might get a kick out of it. I've heard I a dig it. You're freaking yeah. hilarious. You, you remind me a lot of like Emma Chamberlain in the sense that she just like says whatever. Yeah. Awesome. I, and that's the style. Really, I, love, I love getting that compliment. That's a huge compliment. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, my Spotify. Oh my god, is my favorite one. Oh. Spotify is S M P E T I K A S. You will not regret it. If there's anywhere you're gonna go, go to Spotify. It is my pride and joy i love spotify so much great music there's a playlist of just queen maybe i'll make a playlist of just nirvana but yeah there's a playlist of just queen i'm strongly recommending this my last words go listen to my queen playlist enjoy spend time learning about freddie mercury and queen it's the greatest thing you will ever do in your life so that is my uh final words my social media sophia pedagos everything's pretty much linked everywhere like on my accounts you'll find cool. good stuff like so and, and I'll I'll link it uh in the description too. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my final words. I had so much fun today. I love podcasts. Yeah. I can do this all the time. Maybe yeah. I will. It's it's really fun. I'd suggest get a like a well, I'm literally in my closet right now, just sitting and uh perfect. Yeah, I love and, to start like that. You don't That's need like a, a crazy amazing microphone. I just got like a blue yeti. It's like a hundred bucks about to use like my uh my headphones like that's what i literally use like apple earbud wire <laughs> they work fine that works <laughs> i love closet like projects that start there i'm excited to see where you go this is awesome thanks all right well awesome yeah host. have fun with scooby thank you scooby and i yes. hope you have a good video making session for you yeah, thank you so <laughs> much yeah definitely about to go do that so it's awesome scooby says bye Ah, uh, see you, Scooby. <laughs> Very limp right now. <laughs> see you, Scooby. Bye, Scooby. Okay. Yeah.